my friends, and welcome to the Experience Our Industry podcast. As you know, I am Dr. Brian Greenwood, and I am super excited today to be here with uh, Jackie Lover Ash. Jackie is a 2010, is that right, Jackie, graduate of our program? 2011. I took a little extra time. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I had it down. I wrote it down and then I moved, uh, (laughs) I moved in different spot in my house and I'm like, (laughs) Oh God, Oh God. Now I've got to do that from memory. But, uh, so 2011 (laughs) graduate of our program, um, Jackie is, um, currently, uh, working for 360 destination group as an account executive. Uh, but she has just an amazing list of companies that she's worked for. And um, uh, I'm super excited to get into that. I mean, she's worked for for AEG um, and LA uh, at LA Live and, and then uh, with Pebble Beach and just uh, some amazing companies that who's who of, of companies there. And so excited to talk to Jackie about that. And um, but we'll get there eventually, Jackie. Let's let's start from the beginning. Where are you from? I am. Thank you for having me. I am from Valencia, California. So Southern California, suburb of Los Angeles, and kind of made my way back to Los Angeles after college. Okay, right on. So you are in Southern California now? Yes, I am. I'm back here in Los Angeles near Culver City. Okay, right on. So, you know, as a North Carolina kid who doesn't know anything, what it might be like growing up in Southern California, tell me what a tell me what a SoCal gal, uh, uh, what it was like growing up there. What were you into? Were you uh, uh, were you into surfing or sports or drama or arts? What were you into? So, I have to say that I was the cliche commercial kid. So I did commercials and modeling growing up, like no cliche way. LA kid. No way. Um, yeah. So I spent a lot of my childhood being dragged around to auditions. Well, not dragged around. I did voluntarily. But um, <laughs> uh, outside of that, I was very into sports. So into high school, I played basketball and volleyball. Um, and insanely competitive for oh, better yeah. or worse. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh oh yeah. But had a great, you know, great growing up here in Southern California. I love it. Well before we stray too far from that, I have to ask you, so what what's your most embarrassing um ad that you did and your most uh the one you're most proud of as a child. Do you remember? Do you have any of the mementos so- or anything? I was too young to be embarrassed. I think okay. that was a great, probably great quality for putting a kid in front of the screen, right? Um, right. But I do have my claim to fame being I was in a Super Bowl commercial. So mm. I was in a Dr. Pepper Super Bowl commercial. And I don't know the year off the top of my head, but I do know that the Green Bay Packers were playing that year. That's awesome. <laughs> that is really cool. I, I love can't remember that. who they played, but I remember being at the Super Bowl party watching with my family and it was the first ad after halftime it was a big deal you know it could have been my pittsburgh steelers because the the green bay packers played my steelers at some point so that's that's funny um well well that is (laughs) awesome so tell me what your tell me what your parents did when you were growing up so my dad is a retired they're both retired my dad is an engineer um Mm -hmm. he worked for lockheed for 30 years aerospace engineer um and my mom's actually a 
veterinarian. So she owned oh. her own business. Um, she retired a few years ago and she's, uh, was a veterinarian in Los Angeles for 25 years plus. Right on. That's awesome. Well, both of those, uh, both of those two careers uh, match up pretty perfectly with Cal Poly, right? With uh, with uh, our great animal science program, and of course our engineering, um, engineering being so popular at Cal Poly. Were they? Did they have any connection to Cal Poly at all? They didn't. I could promise you that my dad wished I was an engineer at Cal Poly. <laughs> I can guarantee he, you know, prayed every day in high school that I was going to be <laughs> a uh, engineering major. I actually started Cal Poly as a bio major, but we'll get into that. So, um, oh, so you did. I, I did. I spent a year and a half as a biology major before finding what I really wanted to do and switching right. completely switching career paths and, and life paths. But um, I got to Cal Poly via my sister. She went to Cal Poly two years older than I am. Um, and I visited her. We moved her in. And I was like, this is the coolest place ever. Right. <laughs> so I, I was hooked. I love it. Well, well, it's, um, you know, it, it is kind of funny because uh, you, you kind of need it, it's almost like you kind of need some form of connection, right? To know, to even really know that San Luis Obispo is here, right? You know, because um, I remember I was at a concert a, a few years back where um, a, a musician was playing and he was from Santa Barbara and he was like, oh my God, I have lived here for 50 years and I have never been to San Luis Obispo. And I am today, I've been kicking myself for having never come to San Luis Obispo. And so um, it's uh, that that's uh, that that's awesome that you have that connection with your sister. Do you just have one sister? I don't. I have I'm one of four. So I've got an older brother, older sister and a younger sister um, right in the middle. And I am the cliche middle child as well. Kind of got away with everything. <laughs> Hence being the, um, in the events world when all my siblings have very serious careers, not that mine's not serious. I just get to have a little more fun. Right. Right. I love it. That's awesome. So, so let's get into the biology. So let's get into the biology thing. So you, (laughs) so you applied to Cal Poly and of course you have to declare your major before you, before you come. That's one of the unique aspects of, about Cal Poly and, um, or not unique, but, but special aspects that not every Mm -hmm. school has, um, and, and so you spent a, you said a year and a half in biology before close to close to two years, closer to two years. Um, and I was gung ho. I thought I was going to go pre-med. I love science. I love, I love medicine. I'll say what I, what I learned is I don't like microbiology. I don't like OCHEM. I don't like PCHEM. I don't like the things that you need to do to go to med school. We have that in so, common. We have that in common, Jackie. I was pre-dental. Um, okay. and, uh, and, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And I tell people, yeah, microbiology almost killed me. And then, um, uh, Ochem killed me for, for good <laughs> in terms uh, of, in exactly. terms of, uh, pre-dental. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, I was struggling through biology and, I was doing it. It was fine. Um, but I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. And I knew that these four years at Cal Poly, you shouldn't have to struggle through every class. 
And so I went on the search. So it took me, you know, it takes a while to transfer majors at Cal Poly. Um, and took me a little soul searching to get to um, RPTA at the time. And I am so grateful that I did. And I took that time um, to find out what I really wanted to do long term. Right. And right. Well, and and a lot of our um, change of majors uh, have to get, you know, over those years had to go through Dr. Hendricks. And so um, Mm -hmm. I I know that uh, uh, Dr. Hendricks has has been able or or was able over the years to establish a connection with a a lot of the major transfers. And, and uh, I remember, I remember with you, I remember him telling me, we have this fabulous student from biology. I mean, now that you sparked my memory about (laughs) being biology, I remember him, him telling me that, yeah, we have this fabulous student. I think she's going to be great. And so, uh, so that's great. And, um, and, you know, a lot of times what, what, one of the things that I have seen is that students who transfer into the major, they kind of hit the ground running, right? They want to, they want to get as involved as possible right away. And um, uh, I know, I, I know as, as a student, that was one of the things that you did and, and getting involved. So why don't you tell, you know, a, a lot of our listeners are current students. And so what, why don't you tell the current students um, what you did while you're here at Cal Poly and um, what really stands out in terms of a meaningful experience for you? Absolutely. So like you said, you kind of have to jump in. And I think that Cal Poly creates that environment. Um, and I spent, in my mind, it wasn't wasted time, but I spent out a year and a half doing biology and I wanted to jump into the major. I also wanted to study abroad. So the way that was packed, a lot packed into four years, I studied abroad for an entire year, my entire junior, or yeah, my entire junior year, I guess, of Cal Poly, I was in London. And I spent a lot of hours after talking um, to Dr. Hendricks at how and talking at the time, I think it was Cynthia Moyer um, and Kendi about how can I transfer into the major, but I want to go abroad. I can't get behind. Um, So we made up a plan. Um, So we made up a plan where I was still able to travel the world and still do my event planning um, concentration and make it all happen. But while I was at Cal Poly, I'll say... (laughs) Some of my favorite things, uh, not even student or work related or education related, but I used to go and run. So we'd run up to the dairy farm and feed the baby calves. If you haven't done it yet, do it. Um, I just think it's like springtime when there's all the babies, but what college can you actually go and you jog around and you feed baby cows? Like, I love that. And with a mom cool. as a veterinarian, I bet that was <laughs> extra special, extra special for you. It was, it was, and that and sunrise hikes, if you haven't climbed or done, um, Bishop's peak at sunrise, you have to do it. Yeah. Preferably not after a day at like pint night or downtown, but you know, (laughs) right, right. No bulls the night before. (laughs) No bulls the night before. Not a good combo. Not a good combo at all. Definitely not. So our current students also love to hear about um, the internship and what the experience was like in, in getting your internship. And then once you you know, once you got it, what that experience was like in terms of um, stepping stones and in that sort of thing. So uh, tell us about your, uh, your internship. Yeah, absolutely. So 
through, I did a combo internship. So think my life kind of changed and that's, you know, the name of the game is going with the flow and, you know, having this open relationship with your professors about what you're looking to do and when an opportunity came. Um, so I started a go into this. I started my internship with JLOR. Um, I was working there at the tasting room um, my senior year. I came back from being abroad. So I was doing, ta- you know, tasting room and they needed an event person. Um, so I morphed into their events person. Um, so I did part of my internship there and it was a unique scenario where kind of halfway through my internship, we changed courses. I had an odd job opportunity that came up with Pebble beach, um, through actually through the program. So through one of the career days that we used to have through, um, our PTA, um, and I met Joe Fiegel there. So he did, he's, he's big in our DMC industry. I'll get into that later, but he worked for Pebble beach at the time and they were great. The students, there was a lot of people that went from Cal poly to Pebble beach and started their careers. So I remember going to Dr. Hendricks and being like, you know, I've got this really good gig. I can pour wine. I can do events. Like, this is awesome. And Dr. Hendricks goes, Jackie, Pebble Beach wants you to work for them. Let's reconsider. Um, so needless to say, I you know had a couple conversations with Joe at, at Pebble Beach with Dr. Hendricks. You know, it took a lot to kind of make it happen. But I think I started from when that first call in that... Um, uh, in that field, uh, career day, I think I started with Pebble Beach like two weeks later. It was like moving up my, changing my life. All I had to do fin- finish was my internship that senior year. Um, so I moved up to Monterey and then I started kind of my first big kid job at Pebble Beach um, and finished my internship with them. I love that. I love that big kid job. That's that's a great way of a uh, great way of putting it. Right. I was I was telling people the other day about my first big kid job and what that was like, and um, it's it, it's quite eye opening. And um, and uh, but but like Dr. Hendricks, that advice that Dr. Hendricks gave, um, getting Pebble Beach on your on your resume if you have an opportunity to do that is is pretty special. And um, so um, you know, I I uh, I know that that you ended up, um, that you ended up, you've had two stents with 360 destination. Right. And so, um, and so I want, um, I, I, I think so highly of 360 and I want you, if you don't mind to, to just spend a little time, um, telling us, uh, what 360 destination group is all about, um, a little bit about your first experience and then how you moved out of that into AEG and now coming back, uh, coming back around again. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of go through that arc if you don't mind. Um, but, uh, starting with, with describing, yeah, starting with describing what, what 360 destination group is all about i assume it's um old school travel agency right like um the uh <laughs> you got the cards where you're like uh, <laughs> i'm just totally got a kidding. little rolodex going. yeah right with the little rolodex <laughs> right you know uh, uh no it's no, uh, not I at all obviously so tell love, us tell us what it's about yeah i love chatting about what i do and 360 destination group um we are a destination management company and in the grand scheme of events and event production, 
it is a small portion that I think gets glossed over a lot. Um, you hear people go the hotel route or the production route or third parties, which, you know, I can talk about too. And 360 Destination Group is kind of, we're the one-stop shop for a destination. So I'm based in Los Angeles. We've got, I think, 20 offices now throughout the country. So we've really grown. Um, and like you said, there's an arc in my career. So I started out after a year with Pebble Beach, I started with 360 Destination Group in Orange County. Um, I was at the, what we called it an account manager at the time, but it was basically a designer. You create and tailor make an experience for events um, for groups that are coming to Orange County because in that location, Orange County in Los Angeles, from the moment they get to Los Angeles, Orange County to the moment they leave. And that was so fun. And I still, you know, that's what I do now on a bigger scale and on the sales side, but coming from college and being just so energized and getting the uniqueness of creating an experience for a group that has never been to the area. um, I just loved it. I loved it. And I didn't know that that was really even part of our industry or part of what I could do. Um, because it's not just one day event. It's not just transportation or their accommodations or their catering. It's taking somebody through um, a local experience is what we try to do. A local experience of, um, of the area. So 360 Destination Group as a whole, we have offices throughout the country. We work with clients, um, some major clients, financial institutions, um, insurance, tech companies, whatnot. And we create unique experiences in each of our destinations. Um, I love it. It's so great. And, um, and you know, uh, as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, like Jackie in, in being a 2011 graduate, obviously um, you, you preceded our move to experience industry management. And part of that shift to experience industry management has been integrating experience design into our curriculum, right? Um, but but hearing you talk and 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 as you know, I've talked to lots of um I've talked to lots of alumni through the through the <laughs> podcast and and lots of alumni that preceded our move to experience industry management. And one of the things that I keep hearing over and over again is that. And, and and helps me to realize is that we were ultimately doing it um, before we made that shift. You know, we're we're just we were just calling it something different, right? And so, um, absolutely. And then and and then ultimately, what, what's kind of in, I think what's really interesting is that students and alumni, you guys are who pushed us into this direction, right? Of of the experience industry and experience design because we kept hearing people like you talking about, yeah, I'm designing experiences for people start to finish. And, um, and that's, that's just amazing. And that's so much of what, um, you know, whether you're a professor, a banker, um, and, uh, in hospitality, tourism, sport, whatever you're in, you are co-creating experiences in some way, shape or form, you know? And so it's, uh, it's, it's pretty, I think it's, it's, we're super excited about the direction that we've headed. And I love hearing, um, hearing alumni like you talk about, that's what you do on a daily basis. So that's pretty exciting. That's 
great to hear too. I mean, that's what the industry is doing and the industry is creating unique experiences. And then that, you know, brings everybody back and, and it's incredible. And I love working with my clients. I love working with, I mean, I get to work with vendors. I get to work with hotels. My clients become family and it's just awesome. Right. And I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, this this last uh, th- this last year um, year plus of the pandemic has been pretty hard along those lines. But I imagine now in coming out of it, like from what you just said, where your clients are like family, and where you know you're trying to design these meaningful, memorable experiences, people are craving them so much right now. You know that that whole deprivation gratification cycle is a real thing, and um, and so tell us what it's like right now, and and the excitement that people have for traveling again and for for these experiences. I am so excited for 2021 and beyond. I think we were rightfully everybody was very nervous. Our industry hurt really bad and we're still on the up and up. They're still um growing to be had. But what we're seeing is like you said just this energy to connect. We create environments for people to have human connection. And that is so much needed after the last year and a half. I think everyone was worried that people were going to stay virtual, that it's more cost-effective to be virtual. It's, you know, we're going to do hybrid because people are nervous. And yes, hybrid's happening, but in-person is really coming back strong because there's nothing like a human connection. And, you know, for my clients, I don't do social, I do corporate um, strictly. I mean, I do a couple social for fun, but corporate, you know, they see their ROI with getting their sales teams together with having that team building connection. So, you know, there was a lot of nervousness that that was going to be lost, but to see companies, you know, really appreciate um, what human connection does in their internal network and look to us and look to events um, to bring that back is amazing. So we, you know, we're still recovering, but we're busy and it's looking really positive. Awesome. I love to hear that. So, so let's talk a little bit about that journey of, of leaving and coming back. Um, uh, obviously you, you went to a company in AG that is, um, is a, a worldwide company that, that, uh, a lot of people know of and respect. And obviously they're in Southern California where the, um, uh, where AEG was founded, um, and, um, you know, in working at LA live, like you did that, well, what an exciting, uh, period that must have been. Why don't you tell? What, uh, why don't you give us a, a highlight or two of your time with AEG and and what what took you away and what brought you back? Absolutely. So I was with 360. I think I was about hitting a 40 year mark of 360, um, and I loved it. It wasn't ever. I mean, I'm back, so it wasn't ever a thing that I. Um, you know, was unhappy. I just needed, I wanted to try something different. You know, I wanted to try a different route. So I, you know, was interviewing with AEG. I got the position at LA Live. I was very familiar with LA Live from producing events for 360. So it was a natural transition. And you'll find through, 
you know, students through your careers that a lot of this has natural transitions. You kind of dip into a whole bunch of different things, which makes our industry so incredible. But um, so I went over to AEG. I had a great time there. I mean, working with the Staples Center, Microsoft Theater, I think um, my first day at AEG, Barbara Streisand was doing a sound check at Staples Center, my very first day. And so I was getting a tour, like newbie getting a tour and she's doing her sound check. I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, so it's <laughs> so not a lot of people say that, that, you know, get to get to experience that. So I was with them um, for about two years and we, I was on the sales side, but for, for event, their event spaces. Um, and they've got quite a few at LA live, fantastic spaces working with the JW Marriott there. So it's a big, it's right next to the convention center. And I just think for me, it was something outside of the DMC world. It was great to experience. Um, it's a bigger company. It's a bigger culture. Um, and you just start to learn what you like as a culture. And I learned from that experience that I liked a smaller company culture. There's nothing wrong with a big company. It was great. I had a great time. I learned a lot. But when the opportunity came back to 360, I knew that for my family at the time, I was, you know, I was with my fiance. He was my fiance. We got married right when I moved, you know, kind of in my AEG time that I appreciated the culture that 360 had. And uh, there was an opportunity to come back in a different, more senior role that I was ready for. Um, so full circle there. And I, you know, I get to take my knowledge and experience of LA Live and AEG and bring that with me. Um, so it, you know, it was a great time leaving and it was a great time coming back. <laughs> I love it. So, I mean, on, uh, your onboarding, you have uh Barbara Streisand soundtrack. I mean, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, that's pretty Adele awesome. did her tour there. I think I went to four nights of Adele and I no loved way. every single night. It was like a month or two into when we, I was working there and it was just amazing. Wow. That's awesome. So, um, so back at AG, uh, I mean, or back at, at 360 destination, um, you obviously transitioned into an account executive position. And, and as you describe, you, um, you work with, um, with corporate entities. And so I, I wonder uh, a lot of our, a lot of our listeners like to hear like, what's a, what's a, a day-to-day experience like uh, as an account executive now obviously um in the last year and a half it's it's um been a bit different but um <laughs> <laughs> i'll give an experience it, from both sides there you I'll, go I'll give say. us give us one from both sides if you so, will prior to march 2020 <laughs> um We, a day in the life as an account executive, I work closely with the hotels here in Los Angeles and our clients. So we do site tours, which we call, you know, call site tours where you're picking up a client and you're showing them a variety of different venues. And this is ahead of their program. So maybe their program six months out, maybe their program is a year out um, and we're sourcing venues. So, you know, you can pick up your client, you're going to restaurants, you're going to venues, you're... Um, giving them a taste of Los Angeles. Sometimes you're touring multiple hotels with them. Those are my really fun days because those are, you know, you're in a car with your client and sometimes you just met them for the first time. You know, you've been emailing back and forth, building some rapport, but they get off the plane from, you know, their headquarters and you're 
you know, a in a sense, you're their friend, you're their tour guide, but you you're their friend, um, and you're you know we're an extension of their team. You know, we're their feet on the ground. So, I mean, I get to wine and dine, but I get to build friends, and I get to show them all the coolest places in Los Angeles. So it's a great day to be me. I would say it's a great <laughs> and it's a great I day to be that. them. So that's a that. fun. You know, that's a really fun day. I do go into the office, you know, say occasionally. Now I don't. I'm we're, we're working from home for the foreseeable future. Um, but site visits and site tours and working with our local venues and vendors is amazing. That's awesome. and we're getting back to doing that again, which is really exciting. Right, right, right. So um, it, it sounds like you don't need to be a people person as, at all, right? That's that's what you're no, basically saying. No, you can be really <laughs> introverted and shy. <laughs> no, I think that's why my parents threw me in commercials, because I can just talk to a wall. Right. <laughs> I can talk to anyone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, we've, we've talked... Uh, a, a little bit about um, coming out of the pandemic, and and um, I I really appreciate the optimism that you shared with us, and and um, and and I I love actually hearing from you in, in being an account executive that the business travel that the the, the corporate um, that the corporate money is is essential right to our to our industry mm-hmm. because. Um, you know, I, I remember, um, I remember back with the recession back in, um, with the housing bubble. And I remember there was a period of time where there was concern. Um, and president Obama actually said, we're going to halt events and, um, and, and people kind of like rushed to the white house to say, look, do you understand how much money is involved right. in events? You can't halt events like uh, halting events would basically shut down our economy. We can't do that, you know? And so, um, right. um and so, uh, I, I, I share, um, the concern that, that I know that, that you and, and, um, DMCs worldwide have had with the pandemic. And it's great to hear you say that you're confident that business travels coming back and that you're busy and, um, and, and whatnot. I, I wonder if you can, in looking to the future, you know, you mentioned hybrid, um, but I, I wonder if you can, um, reflect with us a, a bit on, on what you see in the future. Um, I, I tend to, to believe that, that the hybrid element only enhance can, can enhance the in-person connection even more um, to where, you know, we will hopefully, um, we will hopefully see, and, and we've actually seen some, some results over the last, uh, over the last couple of months saying that the experiential marketing money that was um, being spent pre-pandemic, which was really, really high, right? Is going to continue is going to bounce back and then some because corporations realize the value of it. It would would do you share in, in that optimism? Absolutely. We, you know, prior to the pandemic, 2020 was going to be our biggest year yet. And it was, I mean, we were all cylinders, it was great, you know, and we had that abrupt halt like everybody. Um, now we're seeing a little hesitation in 2021, but that's natural. You know, when you say go back to the housing bubble and Obama saying no events, you know, we're going to put a hold on things. A lot of the guidelines with COVID events were the last thing to come out only in the last couple months have people really said, 
you know, events of 1500 or more or 1500 or less, you know, we're in LA County, LA County has some of the strictest guidelines in the country. Um, and I think everybody was just too nervous to touch it, but not touching it, um, really it set us back a bit. So, you know, from, from an LA perspective, from Florida and Texas, you know, events are happening and they have been happening safely for a couple months now. And, you know, we're lucky with 360, we have offices there so we can say, Hey, what's working for you? What's not. Um, but going into 2022, I mean, we're going to be slammed. Um, it is going to be amazing. And, you know, for you seniors getting ready to graduate, I wouldn't be scared at all. I think we're so looking forward to fresh minds and blood out there um, in our industry and start doing those internships. I think you can learn a lot over what happened in the last year and bring that to these companies. But um, it's, it's only looking up and up now. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I know how busy you are with um, and and really appreciate you taking the time today to share your insights and your experience. And um, uh, if you if if there uh, if you were given an opportunity, which I'm getting ready to give you, <laughs> to share any any words of wisdom with um with your former self, right? Your your former self that was about to embark on an internship or was about to uh, uh you know, uh, head down a career path. Um, uh, what would you, what would you give? What, what advice would you give? I would just say, you know, to do it, you know, I think it's, I think there's, you know, you can look at every scenario a million different ways. You can look at what your career, like if I, you know, stayed in biology or if I didn't go abroad, would I be where I am today? And I think it's just go with your gut and do it. Um, I think your gut will take you far. You'll know like between AEG and 360, I just knew that I was going to go back and it was right for me. Um, I would say also just get involved. I'm grateful that I did, but just don't be scared to jump in and get involved. Um, Cal Poly sets you up to do that. Their internship program at the senior project, they set you up to get involved. And it can seem annoying at times, right. <laughs> but it will set you up for your career and you'll learn a ton. Right. So just continue learning and continue getting involved. Well, as uh, you know, we at Cal Poly learn by doing is something we, we, uh, we cherish and, and we, we utilize on a daily basis. So hearing that do it, I love it. That's great advice. Thank you so much, Jackie. Really appreciate you taking the time today. It's so great to reconnect with you and, and see you doing so well out in the career world. And, um, and, uh, yeah, thanks so much. All the best. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here.